have lots of hobbies. I drink wine. I eat cheese. On this episode of the Commercial Break. Would it be doing well now? No, country peddler. No, mommy. I, mom. I'm mommy. Mommy. <laughs> 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 See, Mommy. my son's got to be in therapy. <laughs> Vicki Green, no. uh, the reason four therapists in the greater Atlanta area are making bank. <laughs> uh, well, anybody that knows me usually has to be in therapy for a certain amount of time to yeah. get over it. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the Chief Amazement Officer, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. You like that one? I do. Chief Amazement, amazement Officer. Officer. Wow. Yeah. I'm amazed at the way I love you. I'm amazed at the way I feel. <laughs> Great song. It is a great song. Coming off of Mempho. Did you hear? Did they play Amaze? They did. They did? Of course they did. How do you even remember? I don't know. But there you go. (laughs) There was a lot of music there. I've seen you in Mempho Fest uh, (laughs) in the gear. Some people call it six gear. I call it 12 gear. Chrissy Hoadley in full Mempho regalia. (laughs) I've seen it. From here, there, running here, there, wherever. That's when the amazement truly comes out. I go, I'm amazed she's still standing straight up. That's what I'm amazed about. But after the third day, I'm not. No. <laughs> like, my feet are numb. I'm just like, I mean, I just need to lay down. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Last year, uh, Astrid and I were in a hotel, or two years ago, Astrid and I were in the same hotel as Chrissy and Jeff. And Chrissy's got this corner suite. It's just like overlooking the, you know, downtown Memphis. It's just beautiful. Like, yeah. in this beautiful new hotel. Chrissy misses her plane because of the jury duty that you had, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Oh, Remember? God, that okay. was awful. I know. So Astrid and I <clears throat> have already been there for a day, and Chrissy shows up at like, what time do you show up at? Like got, seven in the morning yeah, or the something? Yeah, the production van came and picked me up from the airport. No, I got in that evening. Oh, that night. That late that night. That's right. Yeah, that Friday night. <laughs> I came in hot. You did come in hot. So I call Chrissy the next morning and I'm like, hey, let's let's get on the go. And you're like, I think I might just need a few minutes to take a nap. But come on down. Come see my suite. And I walk in and I Chrissy's eyes are like Cheshire cats. And I'm like, you should probably take a nap. And you're like, it's exactly what I'm going to. But look at this bath. I did. I take a bath in that bathtub every time. I love it. Oh, good for you. It's a beautiful yeah. hotel. What's the name of that hotel? The Memphian. The Memphian. Lovely hotel. It's cool. It's eclectic, too. It's got this gift shop <clears throat> thing, too, that I buy something from every year because I'm like, I want those sunglasses. I want that candle. <laughs> They've got all this stuff that's like just for, you know, people that are coming in after party <laughs> all day. I yeah. Guess. And uh, I, I do remember that. <laughs> lobby late at night mm-hmm. being quite the place to be seen and yep. to see that was a uh, i'm going to coachella to see diplo <laughs> <laughs> do you and jeff like when you do the whole <clears throat> when you do the whole memfo thing yep. does jeff main jeff and you are mainly separated like you do your own thing jeff is obviously very busy and then you guys kind of meet up at the end of the night and and yeah we meet up uh i mean i, I I have the access to go back to like his trailer where he's doing so all the special. production work. And so I get to go back there. But yes, for the most part, I'm like, I, I had to learn that years ago. Like, you got to be out when of I'm the rolling way. with Jeff, I got to be self sufficient. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I learned that too. <laughs> I, have, I have friends that are there. They come in, I'm hanging out with them. And then we meet up at kind of different points of the night too, because he likes to see some of the shows too. Sure. Absolutely. Not the whole one, but he'll come and check it out, check out the bands that he helped curate. And Jeff probably has to stay mainly on the straight and narrow. Oh, absolutely. For the whole time yeah. because he's he's in charge of all these people's yes. lives and health yes. and safety and all that. Yeah. Uh, like a, a technical question that doesn't need a lot of detail in answering, but just a, a question. When you're doing Memfo in 2023, is there extra layers of security that are not seen? Like, are they taking extra steps and precautions yes. to make sure that no tragic, yes. crazy event absolutely. happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a guy, you know, when I, for 15 seconds of my life, did live event production, we put on like, let's call it six or seven festivals where no more than a thousand people were ever in charge of, uh, well, my care was ever in charge of. 
but I did not learn until somebody stepped on a broken bottle that I probably shouldn't be headlong into a pile of cocaine, a keg of Bud Light, three hits of ecstasy, possibly some DMT. I did not learn my lesson until the day that I had to go to the hospital with one of the attendees, till I learned my fucking Mm -hmm. lesson. And so did that guy. Man, it was the happiest guy I've ever seen that had to have 300 stitches put in his foot. He was so fucked up that he didn't even know where he was. We literally had to drag a bleeding guy into an an ambulance and then take yeah. him to the local no glasses local allowed <laughs> these festivals we, we, that's another lesson that we learned there's a lot of little nuances and yeah. details that have been learned from whoever over keep, the years keep it plastic baby keep <laughs> yeah. it plastic the cans and the plastic over the last couple of weeks have you been keeping up with all the comings of and goings of let me throw out a couple names and you tell me who you want to talk about okay jada pekin smith jada yep. pinkett smith mm-hmm. britney spears uh, Britney Spears, I think I'm most interested in. And here's here's the most fascinating and coolest couple that has Pete ever Pete Davidson lived. and his new girlfriend? No, <laughs> Pete Davidson. I saw something about them. I was going to send it to you. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Who's uh, his new girlfriend? Oh, he's had a girlfriend now for like a couple of months. It's a new girl. Is she know. like famous They were or just known, there or? like because he came and I guess he, ha- I did not watch the Saturday Night Live God damn. thing, but they just started a new season. Yeah. 48th or 49th, which is crazy. But he was on there. With Bad Bunny and... I think well, yeah, so. Yeah, Bad Bunny and... And he and his girlfriend went out afterwards. They were partying with, you know, Taylor Swift and her, the, you know... That fucking Taylor Swift, Kel- man. Kel- I'll tell you what. what? Kelsey... Uh, Kelsey. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. That's right. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Taylor Swift's new boyfriend, Kelsey Grammer. Check out his new old show, Frasier, on P- CBS. Pete Davidson's new girlfriend is now Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I don't put it past Pete. I don't put it past Pete. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God bless Pete, but God bless Taylor Swift and that absolute circus that's going on around her right now. That Chiefs game. It's got to be so hard for every other player on the Chiefs who gets zero attention because every time a a, like every time they cut away. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, John Hamm was up there with them. I think it's just gotten out of control. I mean, it's like. I don't know. Maybe it's not unlike the Rat Pack back in the 50s or 60s when they would all go to Las Vegas. It just wasn't televised. Social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, in my opinion, it's a little bit overkill. I'm a little bit over it. I don't want to see another picture of of Taylor Swift in a Chiefs jersey. I just don't care all that much. I know. Good for them is the way that I see it. Like, great. No, God let bless her, them. Date who she wants let to Let her have, let them have their fun. But I don't think that's <laughs> the point. Here's the point of why it's annoying to me is I don't think the point is just to leave them alone and have some fun. I think they very much are enjoying, I think she is very much enjoying the PR circus that's going around. I think the NFL is eating it up. I think the television stations that are carrying the Chiefs love it because there is a lift that's going on in the viewership because they might catch a glimpse or they will catch a glimpse or maybe 15 fucking full minutes of Taylor Swift. I think the NFL loves it because it's bringing new eyeballs to a sport that may not have, you know, it's the most popular sport in the world. The NFL is besides soccer. It's the most popular sport in the world. And now they've got this whole new audience of younger, probably mostly female fans that are watching NFL because Taylor is on there. It's softening up their image a little bit. They've got to love it. I don't think the point is just to leave them alone. You don't hear Taylor Swift saying, guys, it's listen, you know, just enough is enough. Let's, you know, cut it out. She doesn't say that because she understands how to navigate and manipulate PR better than maybe any celebrity currently alive and I applaud her for that. I'm not. It's a great skill to have, and she's done. She's doing it and done it beautifully. But I'm just a little bit annoyed by it. And I. Well, you don't I'm have to read the story. It. I'm just annoyed that Taylor Swift's <laughs> not dating me. That's all I'm annoyed right. by. I just want one day as Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I don't. I told Astrid I don't even have to fuck her. I don't even want anything to do with her vagina. What I want is I want the private plane. I want the all access. I want to see what it's like to, you know, scoot around paparazzi. Did you hear about this place they, in Rhode Island or Maryland? They went to dinner. Uh, or maybe it was in Kansas City. I don't know. Don't worry about the facts. The facts, folks, they don't matter all that much. <laughs> they went to dinner somewhere. It gets around in social media that she was seen entering the building, or Travis Kelsey was seen entering the building. Hundreds of 10 to 15-year-olds 
surround the restaurant and are literally like rats trying to find their way into a garbage can. They are opening the back door. They are trying to get in windows. They are ordering to go food. So someone will open the door and they can all rush in. It was insanity. There are like neighbors that live in this neighborhood that were taking pictures of and videos of all that was happening. These kids were, it was as if they were on ayahuasca well, and can, taking a trip. I can only imagine too, that this is kind of a sample back in the sixties of what the Beatles had. I guess. Yeah. You know, they were the ones that girls were trying to break in and true people did. I mean, George Harrison actually did have his house broken into and stabbed. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, people get obsessive or like Michael Jackson. No, not like Michael Jackson dangling <laughs> his baby over the balcony that one time. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Paris Jackson dangled yeah, her not over the, the same, but, but the, the big difference is <laughs> no, they're not the same at all. The big difference is the Beatles didn't have social media to contend with. Right. No, this is a whole new frontier. So one simple word about Taylor being possibly somewhere and all of a sudden these, uh, I mean, it was just, I can't imagine what that lifestyle must be like. And unfortunately no. here at the commercial break, I don't think we're ever going to get a taste of that. <laughs> I think we're... No, I don't want a taste of it. I don't either. I really no, don't. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. Uh-uh. I was talking over with my brother. I like my privacy. I don't want everybody to know where I am at all times and what I'm eating and who I'm with. I, I like privacy. No, I, d- I don't want any of that either. And that's why I broadcast my life on the podcast. Yeah, that's why you have your entire <laughs> life is on the podcast. So I'm, so my little brother, Patrick, is an executive at a company. He won't mention the company, but he's an executive at a company. And, and while you were gone... An executive? He's an executive. Is he a big wig? I, I, <laughs> I like saying big I'm wig. I'm an executive at my company, too. <laughs> I am, too. But I think he's an executive at an actual company. <laughs> <laughs> One that makes profit and stuff like that. <laughs> One that has like actual 10 employees. Plus employees. Yeah, there's like a hundred employees or whatever. <laughs> so I call Patrick and when we're trying to when we say, Okay, let's get some guest hosts in here and I called you and you know, we talked it over and yeah. and I was like, Okay, let me I call Patrick. I gave my full blessing. I was like, get rally the troops, everybody get in there. It'll be great for the listeners to yeah. hear the actual voice of some of the people we've been talking about. And a different take, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But Patrick was like a wild card I was going to throw in there <laughs> because Patrick is a pretty funny guy. And he is. He you is all like are funny. The opposite of Brian, right? I don't know what a <laughs> basket nut is or a basketball or whatever you call it. Patrick's all over. Basket nut. Basket nut. You know it's called a basketball, at least. I was going to say sports ball, but I'm just about over that word. So I think that word is done. We just put it in the grave. What? Sports ball. <clears throat> sports ball. What did I sports ball? You haven't heard that? Sports ball. It's a thing. It's a okay. meme. So I tell Patrick, I say, I'm hey, I'm going to write this down. Things, are, uh, things that Brian is over. Things that Brian is over. Taylor Swift coverage and sports balls. Yes. Taylor Swift <laughs> NFL coverage and sports ball. So I tell Patrick, I said, hey, come on the show. We'll have some good, a good time. Patrick immediately says yes. He's like, absolutely, Brian. I'm all about it. Well, he's still pissed because he's, we dropped the episode in the very beginning of the show. Well, but, let me explain to the listeners because you never heard the episode, so you don't know. It's the lost episode. It's the lost episode. It prob- it's, it's way lost, meaning I erased it. <laughs> no chance of that making a canned episode. Patrick did an episode with us um, uh, way at the back of the beginning of the pandemic. Unfortunately, we had some audio issues. We also happened to catch Patrick on like a Saturday afternoon in June when he was at the pool for four or five hours beforehand. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. His girlfriend showed yes. up too. They were they had but no, they'd been going down the Chattahoochee. Oh, going down the Chattahoochee. They shot That's the right. hooch. I can't. I don't know why anybody would do that. There's like floating dead cows in the Chattahoochee. <laughs> I did it once. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I did it when I was a kid. I'm good. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I can only imagine how much more poop has collected in there since I was a kid. So Patrick came in hot. He was, in any way, in any case, the episode didn't air. He got upset about this. Like, I say pejoratively upset. He wasn't really no. upset, but he kind of busts my balls about it a lot. So I call him up the other day. Hey, you want to come on? Yes, I do. Absolutely. And then when it's the day of, I'm like, hey, buddy, what's up? You know, this time, that time. And he's like, well, I'm just a little bit concerned about cancel <laughs> culture. <laughs> and I'm like, you give this podcast way too much fucking credit yeah. if you think anybody gives a shit about what you say on the commercial break. But it did make me realize that some people really don't want to be in the fray. Like, they really have zero interest in being... They want to listen to the fray. They want to listen to it, but they don't want to be in it. Because, obviously, when you put this stuff out there, it's never coming back. It's it's a literal bag of cats. Once the cats get out, they're not going back in the bag. And so I totally understood where he was coming from. 
Um, but you know, I have no interest in being that level of famous, like a Taylor Swift. No. It just, it just seems like, how you do know, you know, and I guess, I guess too, if you grow up with true social media, which we did not from the get go, then you're just used to it and you know how to use it to your advantage and you know how to, um, work around work, work with it, work around it, whatever. Like I don't, I mean, there would be pictures of me like not doing things that were social, socially media acceptable. Uh, that being said, you know what? Something I thought about the other day because I had to go through all these pictures. It looks like a bomb, a bomb of pictures exploded in my upstairs room at my house because Papa Joe. Yeah, and we had to put this memorial video together. And you got to go back through. You got to go back through your phone. All the pictures oh, there, the stuff with the, like, yeah. the albums, all this old stuff. It was very emotional. Sure. Very crazy. But, you know, I come across a lot of funny pictures, too, because they, there was no photo editing at the time. You no. developed the pictures. You didn't know what they were. And some come back funny. And I, I miss that. I do miss Everything that too. is perfect now. I was telling Get me from another angle. Get me from that angle. Do a filter on my face. Do like it, everything has to be perfect now. Nothing's like a funny caught off guard moment. It's so <laughs> yeah. You may some of you may not even realize this, but they used to sell right before digital cameras came out. The camera companies, mainly Kodak, developed a disposable camera. So it had like forty five about the disposable camera. Okay, so it had like forty five yeah. exposures in it. But you would take the picture, and there was no way to see the picture no. after you took it. You literally looked through a viewfinder, <laughs> you pressed the button, and hoped that the, the camera actually caught that particular photograph. Yeah, you got what so you got. when I was cleaning and you up... you got doubles. <laughs> you got doubles. <laughs> and hoped the guy at the little <laughs> fucking creepy stand in the middle Kiosk. of the parking lot yeah, wasn't looking through your pictures. When, oh, but they were. When the guy came to... When we did, redid this whole studio, Chrissy, I found a bag with 10... 10 disposable cameras in it. Undeveloped? Undeveloped. What? And I was talking to somebody about this. I will go get them developed. Please do. They may be the only pictures of me in my 20s because I took no <laughs> photographs in my 20s. None. Zero. I can't find any. There's one or two, but there are other people's photographs and I don't own them, right? Yeah. And so I'm going to get them developed and I think I know what might be on a couple of these. A road trip. That me and at the time my roommate and good friend took from Atlanta to drop her off in California so she could go to school. She'd get a gradu graduate degree. It was this one last hurrah we were going to have. It was like a 10-day <laughs> trip across country. She was Mormon. She didn't drink. She didn't like all, you know, but she by was the end of it, she but by the end of it, <laughs> but by the end of it, I got her to drink. That's her. right. <laughs> I, en I ended up, that was the, that was the time when I went to Vegas and the two security guards had to carry me to my room <laughs> and drop me off on my bed. And, and this girl, Amber, who I was friends with was in the other bed in the room. We were just friends. Yeah. And when they, she said, when they dropped me off, they literally kind of like dragged me in, put me on the, <laughs> threw me on the bed. You know, how in Vegas, a lot of the casino workers will go, good luck, right? That's yeah. their thing. They say, good luck, or not, instead of, you know, have a good day or whatever, they go, good luck. Mm -hmm. So when they dropped me off, they plunk <laughs> me on the bed and they look at Amber and they go, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> it's your problem now. <laughs> oh, uh, Shanahan's is where I stayed, I think. Some shit like that. Oh, Shanahan's. <laughs> I'm going to Coachella to see Diplo. Uh, there's a there's an Irish hotel in Vegas. There is. It's called O'Shaughnessy's. Is actually what it's oh, called. Okay. It used to be, a, like one of those casinos, leftover casinos from the 70s. You know, shitty, funny. They had like you know little people leprechauns would stand outside and hand out for, oh, you know free that drink was tickets. Their thing. And, that was their theme. Yeah, and they they would like run across the bar. It was a rather <laughs> ruckus they were it was the kind of place where you had 50 cent blackjack hands you know what i'm saying yeah. like you didn't even have to put a dollar down you just put a couple of coins down it was my kind of place dueling pianos dueling pianos for sure oh there were dueling pianos that's right oh, yeah. and so i just went out because amber wouldn't or not, not that she wouldn't she didn't want to right it wasn't not her the thing. way you wanted oh my god dude <laughs> i got myself in so much trouble I had three different best friends during that night. All the three of them I met at the bar, and we just traveled. I was just traveling down None the street. None of them helped you home? None of them. I probably paid for all their drinks, probably on Amber's credit card. I don't even remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, forget about your credit card. You go out and see. Go Shaughnessy's. 
oh, Shanahan's has dollar beers. I'm going to go down there. <laughs> sure, just come back in one piece. Amber was the sweetest. She was the nicest. I loved her so much. Did she get she her was my degree? Hoadley before my Hoadley. What's that? I said, did she get a graduate degree? That I know of. Okay. <laughs> That's good. You didn't graduate that too I know much. Of. Oh, she was your Hoadley before the Hoadley. She was my Hoadley before the Hoadley. She yeah. really was. And I, you know. I swooped right on in, I guess, after her. You did. When, Pretty yeah. shortly thereafter, actually, yeah, maybe a couple years. Well, then I met my ex-wife, and her and I got married, and I met okay. you at the end of that relationship, which lasted all of two months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my marriage, all of two months. <laughs> I, I broke a new land speed record on my marriage. <laughs> we were divorced before we even said I knew. <laughs> That's when that therapist told me I shouldn't get married. <laughs> we went to a couple's therapist. <laughs> Therapist told us not to get married, but we were like, "But the invitations we're are already sent. We're gonna make sent. this work. We got it. At least for the wedding. Despite your thirty-five <laughs> years of experience, At we're gonna make this wedding. work. That's at least right. The wedding. I wait. Hold on. You're gonna tell us you want us to put the party on hold? <laughs> yeah, no. We've got. But we, we've got it. The ice sculpture has been ordered. I've already ordered thirty <laughs> kids margaritas. <laughs> I already got a cocaine connection down at the resort where we're going. What are you talking about? It's 50 plates. It's $50 a plate, of which I'll eat none of it. I'll be too smashed. Right. And I didn't, just to let you know. Uh, okay, well, listen, we'll get back so to the... Back to, well, Go ahead. just to recircle back around. So Britney Spears was one of the topics. Yes. Jada Pinkett. I did. I did. Uh, I listened to a little podcast with her actually on Fresh What Air. do you think about all of that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. It's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Listen, I mean, <laughs> Jade is entitled to her life. Like, Yeah, I, I don't really care. But when you put it out there for everybody in this very intimate book that she wrote that I've only yeah. read experts of, I, I don't actually own the book and I haven't read it, but it feels to me like it's so injurious to... To Will Smith, it's so kind of like raw and painful for no reason. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. To either. say we haven't been married for six months, I never <laughs> wanted to marry him. Like, I mean, it's just like this crazy shit. Yeah, they've been separated for like six years. It, it's it seems hurtful for no reason, doesn't it? Yeah, I do. Sorry, I keep clearing my throat. No, the me too. Allergies I, around here in Atlanta, crazy. I mean, right it's full blown fall and it's gorgeous outside, but the. There's something in the trees that are shaking out. The only three fucking days a year that we get that are nice are the worst allergy know, days of the spring year. Spring and fall. Yeah. You get three nice days, but you're down in bed because you can't breathe. <laughs> Listen to my voice. It's I was like so blowing bad. my nose before I know. We got on it's so air. awful. I, you know, Jada, to me, I, uh, I applaud the honesty. I mean, it sounds like it was more for her. She needed to, like, get, get it, it out. out. So, Don't okay. you do that at a therapist? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, I know. You do that at a therapist. I mean, but I guess traveling. in the process, you sell some books. You sell some books, and you get some more viewers on that red circle or whatever yeah. red table, whatever mm -hmm. you're doing. <laughs> but it seems to me like she's had a very odd string of like <sighs> admissions and conversations, and they all seem to be very provocative in a way that denotes I need to sell the book, mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying that there's not truth in there. There probably is, but it feels to me. Like, this man you say you honor so much, Will Smith, and I'm sure they had conversation about this beforehand. I don't yeah. think she went and wrote this without Will at least reading the book one time. But I don't think Will has the gumption to tell Jada no anyway, nor should, nor should she listen. She's her own person. She can do what she wants to do. But it just seems so injurious to him. I'm not a big fan of Will Smith at all, but it seems pretty painful that you would just drudge all that stuff up on Good Morning America and, you know, all these different places that, by the way, I don't love my husband enough to be with him. Yeah, and all she did was talk about Tupac Shakur the whole time. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah, she Poor must be Will. kind of giving the same uh, press junket because that's the thing that I heard about, too. Yeah. So, and, but and whatever, listen, each to their own. Brit Brit, on the other hand. Brit Brit <clears throat> is a hot, hot mess. Yeah. And she has been through some shit. If half the stuff in that book is true that I've been reading, that is no insane. wonder she's acting crazy on Instagram now. I, I think she's. I think it's clear that she's got a mental illness, mm -hmm. right? And uh, and I don't think that's something to be poked at. No. But if you watch, I started following her on Instagram. Yeah. She's doing it's, like she does all these like 
weird cheerleader dance. moves is. Yeah, but it's yeah. all the same dance where she's just moving her hands around uh, and doing this whole number. Something with a knife too. Remember she was that? clinking the knives and she had cuts all over her legs. And it yeah, was like, it's very Brittany, bizarre. What are you doing? But then the revelation that her and Justin were pregnant at one point, yeah. and he encouraged her to get an abortion. Maybe that was a smart move at the time. Uh, that obviously a decision between two adults. Um, then Justin broke up with her by text. Is Justin Timberlake becoming kind of like a just the douchebag we never knew? Yeah, I guess. Or so. was he always the douchebag and I just was never paying him. attention? Yeah, and I always liked him, but now it's some things are coming out. But who didn't do bad things? Like who didn't do douchey things in their early twenties? Well, I think this brings up a good point that I that Late I share. Teens, early twenties. We've said this before on the show. Cancel culture always comes back around. You do what you're doing in 2023 because you have the information that you have in 2023. In 1993, I was doing the things that people were doing in 1993. I held some beliefs that you that you had in 1993 because that was the social norm mm -hmm. or the generally accepted consensus Correct. at that time. Yeah. We are all guilty of it, no matter how much of we're a contrarian evolving. you are. That's right. We're evolving. So... When you do stupid things when you're a teenager, your early 20s, or many years ago, that's because you were a different human being then. And I that's get true. I, I, I don't think that I think there are some things that are inexcusable and have always been bad, right? Uh, right. Homophobia, yes. uh, you know, yeah. religious bigotry, racism. racism yeah. You know, uh, violence against women, misogyny, all those yeah, things. Yeah, there's some core things. There's some that core have things. Always been bad. That have always just been bad. But like the way you handle a breakup. Hello. Uh, uh, it's no, that's pretty shitty what he did, but I can't really fault the look to think about poor Christina talking about all of the all of the crazy the, guys that she's dating. The ghosting yeah. and all of that. I don't know how it's that much different. It's not that much different and if I reviewed every breakup that I ever had, I mean, I yeah. broke up with one girl 116 times and she was just <laughs> one chick, yeah, right? Did. I can't I I imagine Probably half of those were by text message. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because that was we're just. Done. Yeah, that's what the situation <laughs> called for. You couldn't, you didn't want to tussle. So you just said, it's it, we're done. Yeah. And, and we're also only getting one side of the story. We're not that's getting true. the other side. My side, the truth. Right. I'm just sharing that with you. It's the truth because <laughs> it's my side of the story. But I agree with you that, you know, maybe some of these things that seem so outlandish now were not outlandish back then or the situation we aren't involved in, so we don't know. What I do know about Britney Spears is it seems like she is a troubled human being, and I hope that she's getting the help and the support that she needs, because all you have to do is watch a couple of those Instagram videos, and you can it's see that Britney sad. is... She's not there. She's like, something's going on, but she's yeah, not there. Something she's, is there. She, she, I, like, I'm going to show this video on the on the one time when she's doing all these hand movements. Oh, I've, then, seen a, okay, I've seen a lot of it. Then go to the next video, same hand movements. Same bikini. Then the next video, mm. same hand movement, same bikini. This goes on for months and when months and months. her body looks sick, good for her on that. Hey, listen, I wish I had that body. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, she does seem to be kind of losing it. This is a prime example of what was acceptable back then that may not be acceptable now. Imagine now, in 2023, a 16-year-old Britney Spears comes out on the scene with her in basically no clothing, dancing around a school hall in a, in a, like a schoolgirl outfit. At 16 or 17 years old, however she however old she was at that time, hypersexualized, right? I don't know that in 2023 any uh, that a lot of people would go, oh, that's perfectly acceptable, no yeah. problem there. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, but I want to think so. <laughs> I knew Have you were going to react like that. What? 14 year olds 14 year olds are wearing <laughs> yes i have and it's just terrible it's no, just you're terrible. scared you're i am scared. scared i should be scared i think mm. i should be scared yeah, you should be. um all right so let's do this let's take a quick break and then i want to get to my mom my mom's coming on the show Brian's she's here mom. to answer some of your questions tell us some stories and it was her birthday yesterday so i thought it was a good time to bring her on so let's take a short break and then we'll be back with ask brian's mom yeah, 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 Brian, we get it. But back to me. I mean, this TCB promo. Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you might just hear yourself on the show. Want to text us instead? Lucky for you, we also have a number just for that. Text us at 855-TCB-8383 and give us compliments. You can also always go to tcbpodcast.com for all of our audio and video. Find us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. 
And find us on youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes. Now that that's done, let's listen to a few sponsors and get back to this episode of the commercial break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back from break and super excited because we have my mom. Now, we asked listeners a couple of, you know, throughout the last month to write in questions that they had for my mom. A number of people did. I weeded through some of the more (laughs) inappropriate ones (laughs) for my mom. But I thought I'd bring my mom back on. Mom, are you there? I'm here. There she is. Mom, is Judge Judy on right now? Yes, she is. Mom, I thought Judge Judy quit. I thought Judge Judy quit. No. Honey, she can't quit. No, I'm being serious. She, I think she quit the. I think she quit her show. There's no more. There's oh, no. Oh yeah, these are reruns. Oh okay. So how are you going to get the new show? It's only online. I know. I can't get it. I have to watch the reruns every day. Well, but that's okay because you know what? You don't have a memory, so you can't remember them. Uh, that's true. It doesn't bother me. It's a repeat. Well, if you love a show, you can watch. I've 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 watched Seinfeld one million times. Oh, on I've repeat. watched the West me Wing too. thirty times. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm on my fortieth rewatch. I'm all good with it. And she's got. She's like the commercial break. She's got ten thousand episodes. Judge Judy does. She so I don't does. think you're ever going to run and out she's of funny. content. She is funny. Oh, I'll, I'll she is. She's so direct. I love that about her. Mom, it was your birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. It's fun. Mom, before we get into some of the, the listeners' questions, last episode, you and I, or Chrissy and I, were here speaking, and I remembered, like vaguely remembered, but it's kind of coming back to me, that when I was a kid in Chicago, you uh-huh. were doing some kind of MLM selling. Am I right about that? Some kind of multi-level marketing selling? Yes. What was the name of that company? Well, actually, I worked for two companies, but one was oh. called Country Peddler, <laughs> and then another another one was Country Peddler, and then, and then I also was a demonstrator in the grocery stores for Procter and Gamble. Oh, I nice. do remember that. So you'd go and like cook. Do you remember food? that, honey? I do remember you being a yeah. You do sampling for people. It was so oh god, I thought I was really had a career. You did have a career. I mean, look at those people at Costco. They're still doing it. Yeah, now my Publix offers it all the time. Your Publix does? Uh-huh. Yeah. We used to have my Publix. We used to have a la- a guy that would cook meals, like right around yeah. lunch and, and yeah. dinner time. He would cook a meal and then serve it up in these little small portions. It's a great way to sell the food. It really is. And then you have all the ingredients sitting out, but they stopped that at my Publix. It's totally huh. gone, and I don't know why. And the guy was like, he was the guy. Every time you went, you saw the guy. You made friends with him. You said hello. How did you get involved in a being a demonstrator for Procter and Gamble. I really don't know. I just happened to be available and they called me. <laughs> they called you? They like cold called you? Oh. Uh-huh. They wow. sent me a, not they didn't cold call me. They sent me a letter a saying telegraph? that they were in the area. Yeah, probably more like a telegraph. <laughs> 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 Pigeon. They paid you. Actually, it was a man on a horse. He just delivered it to my door. <laughs> but anyway, he um, they sent me a letter saying that they were looking for uh, good salespeople for the grocery stores. They were called Jewel. That was the name of the grocery I do store. Remember? And uh, so I decided to answer it because we always wanted extra money. I had four kids, right. <laughs> so oh, I worked shit. as long as it was on the weekend, you know, where dad was home with the kids, uh, it worked out great. So I just went there and that's what I did and wore a little pink apron. And <laughs> wow. Things are so it. different then. Uh-huh. My, my, things were so different then. When, but talk about Country Peddler, which is what I'm more interested in because <laughs> I don't think peddler. I don't think Procter and Gamble is an MLM <laughs> as much as I'd like to uh, think. No, so. I think they true. turned out that's just true. fine. But this Country Peddler, <laughs> how the fuck did you get involved in Country Peddler? And what a terrible someone name. introduced her. Yeah. Um, well, yes. What happened was um, 
in where we lived was suburban, and there was a lot of uh, mostly were housewives with their children at home and all that stuff. So their only time to really break loose away from the kids was when they put the kids to bed, and, and they would have demonstrations. <laughs> Did you right. have a Tupperware well, we, I, party, Mom? I never had a Tupperware party because that didn't interest me. Oh. But Country Peddler did because it was all kinds of, at that time, country style decorating and everything was all, in, it was just great and everybody loved it. So I would go from home to home on the weekends at night and the girls would have their neighbors in and they would make drinks. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have bought a damn thing. <laughs> That's but, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you make but any money doing that? Oh, yeah. You did? I worked on commission. I worked on commission. And then did Whatever you... Whatever they bought, I... Did you have, like... Was there an upline? Was there someone who brought you in, and then you had to bring other people in to sell? and Or were you just actually selling their shit? I was just actually selling their shit. I don't recall if I brought anybody in because I took care of the entire Orland Park area. I'm the greater man Chicago area. <laughs> you were supplying all this country was... thing. I know. <laughs> Not where you would think country it, peddler would be doing well. Would it be doing well now? No, country peddler? No. Mommy, I, mom, I'm mommy. <laughs> <laughs> mommy! <laughs> See, Molly. my son's got to be in therapy. <laughs> Vicki Green, no. uh, the reason four therapists in the greater Atlanta area are making bank. <laughs> uh, well, anybody that knows me usually has to be in therapy for a certain amount of time to yeah. get over it. We were just talking about this, about things that were things back then that might have been a little bit acceptable that are definitely not now. And I do remember one thing about Country Peddler is that they sold those fucking pickaninnies, which is just awful. Oh, I was going to bring that up. Well, it's a different day and time now. First of all, I've always loved black people. One of my best friends here is a black person, okay? So I already had that feeling to begin with. Mom, you but realize you that's what little... that's what racist people say right before they start talking? I love black people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm no, kidding. What they say is, you... oh, I have a black friend. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> I have a black friend. I know, but what I meant is I do. But anyway, the point is, I was always, I was, we never had any black people in our community or anything. And I always found them very just attractive and kind. And I just loved them. Well, I will I mean, say they were this. like everybody else to me. I will say this. You did teach us that when we were kids, because I do remember mm-hmm. sitting in front of the TV. There was an Oprah episode on. They were talking about racism. This girl was crying because she had been. She was like a younger girl, and she had been bullied in school because she was the only black child, you know, the black person in, in in the school. And I remember that not only was Oprah crying and the little girl crying, but you were also crying, and you were telling me <laughs> how you can never judge a book by its yeah, cover. Treat and everybody you equally. Treat everybody equally. And I remember yes. that kind of being beat into our heads as kids. And so me too. I appreciate your liberal sense of uh, sense of social <laughs> view because it certainly it certainly is. I picked it up, and and I agree with it. But, but when you did Country Peddler, did was it mm-hmm. like you would invite people over to the house and they would sit and you would demonstrate the th- like? Oh, here's yeah, well, a I, plaid horse. I would invite people over to the house originally to familiarize the neighbors with what I did, and then what happened is they would then go to their neighborhood and say, "Why don't we have a demonstration?" And then they would call me and make appointments to have demonstrations. Oh, very in interesting. Home. Wow, this might be. Oh, it was great. Country Peddler was flying off the show. We sold a lot of We sold a lot of pickaninnies. I even had them in my house. I thought they were adorable. All they were was little black dolls. They were darling. Yeah, but I think the connotation connotation around a pickaninny was that they were slave characters. Right. Yeah, and that. But you didn't think of that at the time. You were just thinking they were well, decorations. Maybe not. Maybe not. And listen, I and I I don't shy away from this conversation because it is reflective of what we were just talking about, which is there was the you know each day and time has its certain general consensuses and opinions, and those were extraordinarily popular. Not only in people's homes, but they were decorations around. You don't see them very often anymore, and when you do, they certainly have a different connotation now than they did back then. But. Um, but let, let me ask you about something completely irrelevant to this conversation. Okay. We went to your birthday party last night. We went to dinner last night. 
And right. one of the reasons why I, it prompted me to get on here and start <laughs> and start having this conversation is because you were telling me about a lady who got her tongue replaced with a piece of her leg. Yes. Can you wow. share this story with me? With sure. the listeners? This is a public service announcement. I want to say that. <laughs> but living in a retirement home, you come up with all kinds of people with all kinds of issues. And there's some very delicate, sensitive issues. And they have a beauty shop here. <laughs> like your leg as part of your tongue. <laughs> I just no, have this. We had a lady here. We had a lady here. And she was my beautician because we had a little beauty shop. And she was probably about 68 years old, but the public service announcement is she smoked like a fiend for many years, always on a smoke break. Just like you. So one day, yes, like I don't do anymore after six years. But anyway. Um, Congratulations so, on that too, Vicki. That's something to be proud of. Thank you. Well, that was because of Irving. He wanted me to quit, and I did. Irving. I don't know why everybody else may wanted me to quit, but Irving. Oh, oh, he was Irving, Irving. But anyway. Oh, he's so darling. Well, he was. He was. But anyway, what happened was she had like a little sore on her tongue. And she went to the doctor and they did a biopsy on it and it was cancerous. They also did a biopsy on a tumor on her throat. (laughs) So what she ended up having to do, they told her, was they removed half her tongue and replaced it with tissue from her leg to make a new tongue. And then she had to wear a mask, of course, because then she was very susceptible to any kind of illnesses. And then they also put a feeding tube in because she could no longer eat. She lost like 30 pounds in six weeks. I'll tell you what, I wish we could have that medicine. But anyway. Was she susceptible to toe fungus? Like after she... (laughs) Did she keep smoking? Did she keep smoking? Yes, she just kept oh. smoking. Oh. Well, no, after, after she got, after she had her tongue removed and after she um, had to wear a mask in the beauty shop all the time, did she just come in to visit? And um, you couldn't understand a word she said. It made no sense, anything she said, because her tongue wasn't really working. <laughs> and then she had the mask on. And the whole whole deal was bad. She was limping around because her leg was half oh gone. Oh, my gosh. I just have this thought of, like, a baby foot, like, sticking out of mouth when they're trying to talk. It's just a baby foot just comes flying out. But she didn't have any lips either, right? They cut off her lips? Oh, now, no, her lips were fine. The gal that I sit with every day for lunch is 96 years old, and she's had her trials and tribulations with cancer. She's very tiny and, you know, probably weighs 100 pounds soaking wet. But she had bouts of cancer throughout her, you know, growing up years and everything. And what they had to do is remove her lips because she had cancer. So now listen to this. Hold on. Stop the story right there. So now listen to what my mom gets her for her birthday. What did you get her for her birthday, mom? Lipstick. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you get this lady lipstick? Mom. Because she she always puts blush on on and she puts her eye makeup on. And the problem was when she closes her mouth, she looks like she has no teeth because she just her lips suck in. But when she's talking, you can see the coloration of lips, but they're really not, not there. So I decided that she always wants to know what color lipstick I wear. So I decided to give her a present to for some lipstick. How and I put it on you, her. Mom. I thought so. <laughs> but it didn't work out because then when she smiled, the lipstick ended up on under her nose. And she had a big nose. Oh. And she still has a big nose. So I, it was kind of sad. But she did enjoy it. She said, it feels kind of good. I oh. said, well, you can put it on every morning if you want to. She says, yeah, but I can't see very well. As you can see, by the way, I draw my eyebrows in. And <laughs> second of all, her eyebrows are like, oh, my God, all over the place. And I really I understand it because I have to draw mine in. And some days I don't have a good day. I can look like a jack-o'-lantern, for God's sake. Mom, but it, it's like a com- it's, it's just a comedy show going on over at that place where you live. 
Like it between really the Irving, the lady with a horse tongue, and <laughs> the girl leg tongue. with no lips and that my, my mom got my a lipstick to. <laughs> okay, mom, hold on. Stay right there. We've got a few questions. We got a few questions from the listeners for oh, okay. you. We've been asking them, but we need to take a short break. Okay. Okay, podcast besties, time for one more quick break, and then it's back to the drama. Check out tcbpodcast.com for all of our episodes and youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited video episodes. Find us on Instagram at the commercial break and on TikTok at TCB podcast. And of course, if you want to get in touch with us, which like, of course you do, leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3 or text us at 855-TCB-8383. Now let's listen to some sponsors and get this show going. Okay, and we're back with my mom, Brian's mom. Hi, mom. Okay, mom. Hi. I know you have a story. Yes. I know you have a story about Irving that you wanted to tell, but we have a, just a few minutes left in the show, about 15, 20 minutes left in the show. And I wanted to make sure we got to a couple of listener questions for you okay. specifically. So here we go. Okay. You ready? Uh huh. Okay. So the first question comes from Rachel. Hi, TCB. This is Rachel with a question for Brian's mom. She says, and I'm truncating this because it was very long and I'm just putting kind of the details in it. Ma, uh, Brian's mom, I want to wait until marriage to have sex with my fiance, but he insists we should consummate the relationship ahead of time to so that we understand each other sexually. What are your thoughts? What would you have done? Well, actually, this is exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> you know how, how, how well, is anyway, this what you wanted to talk to me exactly. about because i i didn't really you know as uh irving said to me one day after i knew him for about three months we used to sit and watch tv together he wanted to the neck or bake out and i had to, to ask neck. brian and bake make out <laughs> heavy petting what do they call it heavy dry petting humping? yeah dry well, humping yeah but just in your mouth <laughs> not, not anything else but yeah. anyway okay so i asked astrid and brian what should oh i do God. and they said well you've known him for three months of course you can make out but see i i loved him real fast and said this is not my thing he was very sexual he's very intelligent and very sexual but i on the other hand was not so Mom, what i met the guy is, i met the guy so many like i know the guy i met him a lot of times right i would not say that there was anything highly sexual about swerving irving he, well, you didn't know him well, though well, in true. the room. I wasn't sleeping after with him. Judge Judy. Right. <laughs> Everybody that's gets right. excited. So he asked me to spend the night with him one night. Oh, and so I, I did not know I this. Got a night. I got a nightgown, pretty nightgown. I ordered one off a of QVC, which is my favorite home shopping network network that I never am on anymore because I spent too much money. But anyway, the point is, is that I went to his room. And we got in bed together. He had on boxer. Uh, he had on some kind of boxers or something, and a t-shirt. And I had on my nightgown. And we just cuddled up together because he was out of commission. He told me he's out of commission long before that. And like I told him, I've been out of business for longer even than that. So don't worry about it. What do you mean? He told you I was out so, of commission like his dick didn't work? Right. Oh. Well, he was eighty-six years old. Well, God bless. And he, he tried Viagra, but he said it had no effect on him. Just so gave him a headache. I was, I, I was lucky. You got to be careful because I mean, what about what if that lady could take Viagra and her tongue would be hard the whole day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but anyway, so we get in bed and he says, "I got a surprise for you." So I thought maybe his Viagra worked. So he put pulled his. Uh, boxer shorts out and <laughs> oh said, "Look!" God. And I said, "I said, well, what? What is that?" He said, "I have no underwear now. It's a diaper." <laughs> and oh. I thought to myself, oh. "Something's wrong here. Something's oh, wrong here." No. You come into the world, you have a diaper, and yeah. you're 96 years old, and you have a diaper. Except you're not cute at that age. Mom, hold yeah, on. That's a quite the I've surprise. I've never heard this story. Irving <laughs> got, had you sp- surprise. <laughs> I shit myself. <laughs> Can you can oh, you change, so change my diaper? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vicky, come no, over here. He, he didn't want me to be a caretaker. <laughs> he didn't want me to be his caretaker, which was I told him that's good because I have no intention of it. A mom, but that, no, that's insane. Things that happened. 
Yeah. They, that's insane. So I, I, never, I never knew that you spent the night at his house, first of all. I thought you guys were like purely kind of like platonic, maybe kissed every once in a while. But so Knacked. you necked, heavy petting, whatever you call it. So you went up to his room, bought a new nightgown for the occasion. You thought you guys were going to get it on, or that's what I assumed you assumed. And then he says, I have I a didn't surprise. Think that at all. I knew we were just going to snuggle because that's all we ever did and kiss. I thought we'd just do that for the night. It'd be fine. So anyway, well, Connie, I've been out of business for many years. So believe me, nothing was going to be happening on my end. Okay. But so, then he pulls down his pants to uh, reveal his diaper. Yeah. What? Yes, Why was he, he proud? To show me. She's been wanting to talk I to you know. about he this. I just said, I just wanted to let you know that I, I have a diaper now. And I said, and I said, oh, there is a big age difference between us, honey. I'm still not in the diaper yet. Oh, my God, uh, Mom. Oh, my God. So why have you been waiting to talk to me about this? What kind of conversation? Because you we... never ask me. You're always busy with your mind someplace else, so you don't ask me these things. So how do you know? Mom, I got to tell you, even if my mind was in other places, I don't think this is a story I would have ever. I mean, it's not something I would have ever asked well, you. Well, she wanted to talk about it. Yeah, well, listen, everybody. He needs a friend, right? <laughs> okay, so what about Rachel? Would you, would you, Rachel? Yeah. How, how I feel about um, premarital sex? I think sex is great as far as petting and all that stuff. But I, I, I have a friend, a very close friend, that wanted to sleep with every guy that she met, and she was seventy-seven years old. And she used to call me and say. How come none of the men ever call, tell me they love me, but you got this guy and he's always telling you he loves you? And I said, because, honey, there's got to be mystery in the relationship. I wouldn't jump right into it. I'd keep it mysterious. There's Period. my there, Rachel, hey, that's your answer. There you go. I, I, I Listen. First of all, I can't believe that someone that's waiting for premarital sex is actually a listener of the commercial break. I find that to be <laughs> unbelievable in and of itself. Yeah. But to Rachel, I think my mom, you know, I think my mom gives some prudent advice. If your uh, fiance and you really love him and the two of you are on the same page and you feel very strongly about premarital sex and he is mm -hmm. trying to push you toward premarital sex maybe mm -hmm. he's not taking into consideration your feelings 100%, and you should just share with him that, you know, this is the way that you want it to be, and if you guys are meant to be married, then he'll deal with it. Um, but I am a big believer, on the other hand, I am a big believer that you need to take the car out for a test drive before you actually purchase it. I mean, I can't imagine getting married to someone without having sex beforehand, but that's my own personal perspective. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it yeah. matters, too, with the person. Some people yeah, I didn't. Are... I didn't have premarital sex with your dad. Well, that's good information. Fact, on, our that's honeymoon, more... <laughs> on our honeymoon, we had to call the people that were a married couple that stood up with us. And on the honeymoon, I put my peignoir set in pink and so pretty and everything. And then we sat on the edge of the bed and I, and I called this friend and I said, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't want to take off my Nikon. It's so pretty. Oh, my so God. Bill finally, they said Bill would figure it out and he did. But I wasn't into that. And I'm still not into it. I think that, that, I think that it, you should use discretion. And if he's trying to push you into it, you need to join the bachelor or something and get a date some other way. Okay. Yeah, you might not be the right guy. I if, right. This is way more information than I ever needed to know about my parents or my mom or any of that stuff. But okay, let's roll with it at this point. I'm <laughs> yeah. the one who opened this can of worms. <laughs> I guess I'll have to close it. Okay. So Rachel, there's your advice from my mom. Uh, leave a little mystery in the relationship. It's yep. never a bad thing. Okay. This second uh -huh. one. This second question says, "Hi, Brian's mom. You remind me of my mom, who is also who also happens to be from Chicago. She passed away. So can you help me?" My boyfriend and I have been dating for three years. About a year and a half ago, I went out on a girl's trip, and I slept with another man. It only was one night. I was really drunk. I never talked to the guy afterwards. I don't even have his phone number. I have been having a guilty conscience, but my friends are telling me not to say anything because it'll ruin an otherwise fantastic relationship. What should I do? Age-old question. Yeah, it's old question. Do you tell or don't you tell? Hmm. How I, long had, been, had they been together? Three, three years. I three years. Yeah. That's a well, while. I, I, th I think after three years, I mean, I was with Irving for six and a half years, and we well, we couldn't do anything because everything was out of commission. But <laughs> Yeah, it was off the table. Yeah, I don't think I'd be telling people about that. I don't think you need to be telling anybody about that. That's between you and the person you slept with, even if it's only one night. If you had a thrill... 
Well, life is goes on. It's okay. <laughs> Go to church and say a prayer. I I think I have to kind of agree with my mom here. It, listen, I understand the truth is always the best policy. But if this right. guy hasn't found out and there is no chance of him finding out, telling him is only going to serve one purpose. It's going to clear your conscience, but it's going to hurt him. And so is there well, I really... I think she maybe doesn't need to be with the guy for three years then. <laughs> oh, you don't th- oh, you think they should break up? Well... I don't know. There's if there if there was that, you know, chance that presented itself and she took it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Then I, I don't know if there's then the other relationship. So you think right. she should say something so he has the so he has the opportunity. I don't think you have to say anything. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to hurt the guy that way. Yeah. But right. Right. Just reevaluate so how you actually feel about your current boyfriend. Yeah. And she said this was a year and a half ago, right? So it was halfway into the relationship. They'd not been together for a year and a half without him knowing and it's out. Yeah. But I, 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 now I'm changed my mind. I've changed my mind live here on air. I agree with Chrissy. If you feel that if you can't trust yourself to be with yourself, even for one night alone, when you get drunk and you're making these terrible decisions, maybe you should evaluate your life decisions and not evaluate the relationship because maybe the relationship is the last thing you need. Um, now, I, I don't know that for sure. We don't know all the particulars. It's not a particularly detailed email, um, text message that was sent to us. But I do, you know, it's it's kind of like there was this question going around the internet for a while, Mom, and, and it had to do with this very popular radio show where a famous musician, had his girlfriend had supposedly cheated on him, and his best friend told him that his girlfriend cheated on him. He told the his best friend, I don't want to know about it. If my girl's out, I don't want to know about it. Because if I don't know about it, then it doesn't matter, right? In other words, hear no evil, see no evil. Right. I, I I don't know. Chrissy and I don't subscribe to that same theory. Yeah. We feel like if someone was cheating on us, we definitely want to know. We Mm. definitely want to understand what kind of person that we're in bed with. And I guess you never really know the person that you're sleeping with. But at the end of the day, you know, for me, cheating is a no-go. Like, you cheat, you're done. Yeah. I no, I, I don't. I don't go for that either. I don't go for that. Go, go <laughs> no, for that. No. Don't go for no that. I don't do. go for that either, baby. <laughs> no I gotta remember, do. we're in the south. We're in the south now. We have, you know, we're only happy if somebody's singing through their nose and strumming a guitar. Oh, mom, that is. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's the kind of entertainment we get in here. It's oh, oh you mean at your place? That's all you get is country yes. singers. Oh, no, yes. no little jazz, nothing. No, if people here don't understand jazz. Are you kidding? They have to <sighs> have a story that's sad, and everybody's breaking up, and somebody's going. And my baby was with me when I died. Oh my God. I don't go to those performances. Well, Brian and I are going to open the largest uh, honky tonk in the world. In the world yeah. Up in Chrissy, Kennesaw. Chrissy and I have an idea to open a place called Cowboys Honky Tonk, the largest honky tonk in the world. Wild Bill's That's right. Wild Bill's. Come to a retirement home. You too can be a honky tonker. Sounds good. Okay, one more question, Mom. Have okay. you, do you watch 90 Day Fiance? Yes, I do. Do you watch uh, 90 Day Fiance, Last Chance Island? Last Resort. Last Resort. Oh, it's a last resort. The one where no, they're... No, I would say it's... I know. I, I do watch it. Okay. And I love it. Do you? I do too, Vicky. <laughs> so I wanted to bring this up. I, I love it too. Uh, but I'm, There's but I'm, like five different or six different actual shows related to the franchise, right? Yes, there's six different Before, shows. Before, after, during, <laughs> Love way. Island. Almost. Uh, almost. Yeah. Yeah. But we almost did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then there's just Angela and Michael, period. Yeah, then there's I just mean, Angela oh and Michael. They're on every But let me ask you this. So on this okay. Last Chance Island, or this Last Resort Island, whatever last it is, resort. Last Resort, there is Kalani and the Asuelo, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. guy from... Right. New, is he, uh, where is no, he? No, Samboa. Nigeria Samboa. or Sim- something. Yeah. Oh, Samoa. Yeah. Samoa. Zimboa. Uh-huh. Samboa. Zimboni. Yeah. <laughs> Samoa. Samoa. He's a Samoan. And then uh, Kalani is also Samoan, but she's an American Samoan. He's actually off the island, Samoa. Um, And so the revelation comes that during the last resort, which is a place where all these couples that are having trouble in their relationship are going to get therapy and sex therapy and all this other stuff. So um, Kalani and Asuelo 
we, we learn that Asuelo has been cheating on Kalani almost the entirety of their relationship. He's been on sex cams. He's been chatting up women. He had, you know, made out with a couple of girls or a girl or whatever. But then Kalani's response to that is to get into a long-term sexual relationship with someone. And she even invited him down to the actual island where Last Resort is to have sex behind Osuelo's back. So While they're right. getting marriage therapy. Yes, while they're getting marriage therapy. <laughs> Active marriage therapy. Right. So they're getting marriage therapy to help fix this whole cheating situation, and she has decided the best way to solve the problem is to do more cheating and actual cheating, right. where there's like a relationship involved. So ha- have you seen this? Have you been watching this? Yes, I okay. have. I what have. do you think yes. about all this? What do you think about it, Chrissy? What? I'll let Vicky answer first. Go. Go, Mom. Oh, no, that's okay. Go ahead, Chrissy. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Are you going to say, ha? Ah. <laughs> well, I think it's wrong. Totally. I mean, if she wants to do that, then just go ahead and end things with Oswello. It sounds like it's been a bad road anyways. Cut ties. <laughs> if us- Move on. Yes, yeah. but have you ever, if, if you know who we're talking about, the people that are listening, if you saw what Kalani looked like, I can understand why Oswello was cheating because she's about 900 pounds and he's about, 50 pounds on a good day and he, he, he she's just gross well mom besides the fat shaming that was going on there i have to share with well, you I'm fat, so i have a right to do well that. that's true okay uh, you you are a, you are <laughs> a large and in support, charge honey. woman well i mean you know yes, you I, said it i didn't appearances I you, aside. Irving, uh, yeah. you, you want to know what uh irving said to me the first time i ever met him what i was in the dining room and he said he was a very quiet man, but he came by and asked if he could sit at the table with me and a couple of the gals that were sitting there. And I said, yes. And he said, I said to him later, we went out in the lobby and just started visiting and everything, which we did constantly after that. And he said, you know what I love about you? You remind me of a bird. And I said, what do you mean? Like big bird? Or what's the story on that? And he says, no. You use your hands and your arms so gracefully, and you have expression on your face. And it just reminds me of a bird. He said, now, you are kind of a big bird, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even know what a big bird was. (laughs) At least he he was honest. I have to say that I think the Asuelo-Kalani situation is terrible. It's a mess. Yeah, in fighting fire with fire is not the right Solution I mean, here. I think the whole no, thing is I, complicated I, I because Asuelo is coming from a tiny island nation and right. does, has been sheltered. And yeah. all he knew was like the tourism industry and just kind of like, you know. Yeah, he was do, very sheltered. He grew up very sheltered. He didn't have any sex yes. education. His education like ended at Everybody wanted to have as many children as possible. It was okay <laughs> to have mistresses. It was okay to do all of that in his culture. Well, and then, he learned quickly. And then he That's comes. True. Yeah. And then he comes to this country and have a couple of kids. And he no, seems, it's a bad situation. He seems like a nice guy, really. But I think he that, really does. But I think, I think he's. Think cute. he's um, I think their relationship needs to be. Oh, uh, I think the relationship is over. And if we could get to a I, TLC, I would appreciate it. Like if yes, we could finally on, get TLC. to the conclusion, I would appreciate it <laughs> yes. because it just seems to me like they're dragging this shit yeah. out. They're just dragging it and dragging it and dragging it. Okay, mom, listen, we got to, we got to wrap up. We're going to have you back soon. There okay. are actually four more questions that the audience had for you, but we just didn't have time to get to it today since we had that diaper story and your <laughs> casual racism and fat shaming. <laughs> I am not racist. No, I know you're not. You raised me. You raised me right. I know you're not. And it's just, you know, we're telling stories from a different time. But listen, I I love you. The audience loves you. you We'll have you back soon. We love you, Vicky. Okay, Chrissy, okay. thank you very much. <laughs> also, honey, thank you for my birthday. Oh, you're welcome. We uh, it was you know, wonderful. We're obligated to celebrate it, so might as well do it. Might as well do it right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to yeah. Olive Garden? No, we went to oh. an even worse restaurant. I, <laughs> I won't saved, name the name. I saved that for I saved that for Kevin, <laughs> his twin brother. He went there and he said, "Oh my God." <laughs> Kevin has a gut of steel. No, I, <laughs> I do not. Steel, oh old olive oil. All right, mom, we love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye bye. All right. There's my mom. In all her glory. In all her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't uh... even know what to think about that appearance. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> 
like when the, when the diaper talk came out. I know. <laughs> and negligee. I know. Between the diaper talk, the casual racism, and the fat shaming, I didn't know... <laughs> I didn't know what to think. Well, we'll see if this episode ever airs. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) You can probably cut up parts of it. We'll figure it out. (laughs) If you're listening to this right now, just know that we cut up this episode (laughs) for legal purposes. Yep. Yep. PSA. (laughs) Oh, my God. God bless America. All right. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about Chrissy and I, all the audio, all the video right there from one location. Also, get your piggy fronting, commercial break, <laughs> bumper sticker. They're going out the door. You can go to the website, hit the Contact Us button, the drop-down menu. Give us your physical address. We send those out every five to ten days, so yours will be on your way. Also, 626-ASK-TCB, the number three. That's 1-626-ASK-TCB, the number three. You can text us or leave us a voicemail, and you might be on the commercial break. So if you don't want your name used then, uh, you know, don't use your name. I can always cut it out, but just don't use your name. It's probably the best policy. Also, would you do us a favor? Go to Instagram at The Commercial Break. TikTok, TCB Podcast. Go to one of those two places or both of them. Would you do us a favor and follow us? You can also write us a nice review on any of the players that you listen to the podcast on. We certainly would appreciate it. It helps get the word out. It's just generally a good look, and we love those Apple reviews. We love to read them. They're so fun. We're We're going to start reading them. Yeah, we're going to start reading them. So, Give us a good Apple review. We'll read it. We'll shout out your name. We'll even read the bad ones because those are the fun ones. It's not the good ones I think are fun. It's the bad ones that I think are fun. (laughs) So you got the phone number. You got the socials. You know the website. Finally, YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. That's YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. Fully edited episodes are there available for you. We have shorts. We have clips. We're putting together a new clip channel. So we just love it. If you would go follow us at YouTube. And we'll get a little bit, uh, we'll get a little bit more involved in the video. Okay, Chrissy. Now, <laughs> okay, Brian. what a ride! What a <laughs> ride! I definitely know that's all I can do today, but I will say that I think so. I love you. I love you. And best to you. Best to you. Also, best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks very much for listening, Chrissy. And I always say, we do say, and we must say, Good- goodbye. Bye.